Breaking the cycle to step forward. Authentic conversations from lived experience and a professional perspective in overcoming abuse with Chris Tuck and Beverly Ann. Hi everyone and welcome to Breaking the Cycle to Step Forward podcast with me, Chris Tuck and the lovely Beverly Ann. Hello. Hi everyone. So today we are talking about unintended consequences and with regards to us being listened to and us listening to others. And we're going to do it from a personal perspective as always and from a professional perspective as well. So Beverly, what are we going to discuss in regards to all of this? You kick it off. Well, I think it's important, you know, We've talked about triggers and everything, but, and we've talked about, our last podcast was about having a voice. And that is so important, but it's also when you have the voice, how it's being received, how it's being heard and who's hearing it. Mm -hmm. Because with any scenario, we see things from the place that we're standing. So if you think of a circle and there's something in the middle, it all depends where we stay in it as to how we receive it. And we don't often know. So, for instance, where we use our voice and we speak out, whether it be years ago, whether it be now, whether it and whether it be to someone personal or to a professional body. Their reaction will be very different. And sometimes yes. how we take that reaction will be different yeah very complicated area this but we were talking about it from the perspective of having children as well weren't we like grown-up children and how maybe unintentionally our trauma that we've been through even though we've gone above and beyond in our shoes in our perspective that we've protected our children we've loved for, we've loved them we've nurtured them we've cared for them in our best way our way um there's still a trauma impact passed down the line especially if they've gone through stuff themselves and that can complicate how we listen are listened to and all of that there's so much in that isn't there well there's emotions Let, let's mm. be honest there's emotions yeah so let's go back to what you first said about you know they hear about our trauma so I know that when my children were very young I was like a lion I did everything to keep it away even yeah. into being interviewed etc I didn't want it coming into their life but then when I found my voice to speak out that's why I have a different name because I yeah it's their choice if they want to, be, to speak out or not in different experiences but also Imagine that it's someone you love and then as you get older, you find out some really horrible information that happened to them. You know, it's very hard to comprehend. And then that's sometimes when they have their own experiences in whatever, they feel mm. that sometimes it invalidates how they're feeling. Yeah. And it really is not intentional. No. And they and they think, oh, well, they've gone through that. So what I've gone through is nothing. Actually, it's almost that comparison, even though we're not about comparing one person's trauma to another, because that's just completely not, it's a no-go area. 
your trauma is your trauma, my trauma is my trauma, their trauma is their trauma, it impacts us and we need to deal with that. There is no comparison, but for an immature mind, for a young person, they won't have the learning or the understanding that's what we're not doing, but they may be doing that. Absolutely. But also, do you remember the days? I mean, I remember, you know, years and years ago when I'd read stories or hear stories about what other people have been through. I think, yeah. wow, how the hell did they get through that? Because yeah. I had a normal upbringing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. What a brain. Yeah. So, you know, when you're coming from that end, and um, you know, yeah. put our hands up, you know. We all I didn't do it. Understand it, yeah, compare. because yeah. you only know what you know from what you've yeah. experienced. Yeah, yeah. So then we now have a different grasp on it. Yeah, but but they're coming from a different angle and a younger person. Yeah, yeah. So and it doesn't matter about age as well because it's yeah. as we've said before, it's where you are in your where understanding. You yeah, you know because you know I'm in my late fifties can't believe that um, nor can and, I Beverly <laughs> <laughs> but I so admire you know someone in their 20s being able to come forward and find a voice to share yeah. their experiences because I think wow yeah. I would never have found the words I'd have had too much guilt shame etc yeah. and I just admire that so much what about mm. you Chris on that uh um I just find as as we know we've still got upheaval in our own personal lives which we're not going to discuss but it brings about these conversations in a different way and it brings us new insight doesn't it into absolutely into being listened to and what that looks like and actually being heard and the same for maybe our loved ones when they come to a place of dealing with their stuff they're going to have that emotion coming to the fore and they may be taking it out on us unintended um, because they feel safe to be able to do that because we've always given them the space to communicate and connect when they're in a happy place and when they're in a not so good place they will almost come out fighting showing their emotions against you yet you then get triggered by all of that and then you've got to deal with that yourself as the the, the parent or the the caregiver and it's so difficult it's so complicated it so is and and that's why for anyone listening you know we can talk about it professionally but we know what it's like as well personally because being yeah. a parent is not easy no you know it it has its own complexities anyway but yeah. that also resonates into other relationships you know um with our friends with our partners you know whether it be husband wife girlfriend whatever you know yeah. it resonates out so what can seem really small to someone can really explode and it's yeah. not that we want people to walk around being very careful but it, it's a learning as yeah. we said how oh how are we li listening to this other person how am I actually finding the words to communicate back and am I putting my own stuff onto them because yes. 
you, you know I'm in therapy at the moment and basically I've been advised to shut up not keep explaining my knowledge and my understanding on other people it's just to shut up and be there and just listen and I find it so difficult because I've been told and I agree that I'm a fixer oh that's what I do 100% I isn't that what parents do <laughs> and then life will be okay I've been told that Chris you're human you cannot fix everybody and every situation so just step back and listen and no matter what you want to do to uh, I, I, can, I can help you with that no just let and them I, find their own way and and I put my hands up to that because I've had that conversation I remember my daughter saying to me a couple of years ago I just want you to listen and I'm like I, I apologize am. for that I am listening but as a mum when you're really upset I want to put my arms around you and and make it all right for you yeah, yeah which I know professionally isn't the right thing so I bet there's people listening now nodding so that's the hardest part is okay I hear you I hear you I hear you but then it's also and this comes about balance because when is it right for you to use your voice to say actually I hear you but now this is what I need to say as well, because I am a human being. You know, I may be a mum, I may be a, you know, a partner, but this is who I am. But see, that's where the, the fine line is, isn't it? It's like mm. you shutting up and listening and not giving your advice. But you, if that person is sharing something with you, like their anger's coming onto you, for example, and then that triggers you, if you're then silenced, that's going to have an impact on you. So it's almost like because you are the adult and more mature and more further along in your recovery, you, you need to be able to allow them to vent and you to actually, I'm triggered, but you to just calm down, step away. And then when the emotion's gone out of the situation, you then both step back in and have a conversation that's void of the explosive emotion, whatever that is, so that you can both feel heard and acknowledged and both move on. And, and that is absolutely spot on. However, there's something <laughs> else that we're missing out here. And I'm going to put my hands up here. The courage to be vulnerable. The courage yes. to be able to say as a parent, I don't know all the answers. Yeah. I don't or know. I, yeah, carry on. I don't know how to make you happy. I don't know how to fix this for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we're going to work with it, at it together, and we will get the answers, whatever that looks like. I think that's maybe the key. Yeah, yeah. And it's like anything, we're in a professional situation, that's different when it's personal and it's emotive and, you know, it All you want to do is kind of, fix it. Yeah. So one of the other areas we were looking at was the professional side, as in, for instance, when you're disclosing um, to a doctor, a professional person or the police, because... Or even a significant person in your life, 
yeah yeah and you're finding that courage to speak and then you get a phone call because there's an update or something's going to happen or there's a change so you mean if your case is in the criminal justice system yeah that's Just make yeah. that clear yeah yeah okay yeah and you'll be going about your place you'll be doing your self-care doing what you're doing maybe you're working maybe you're outside maybe you're shopping and suddenly yeah. you get a phone call and that phone call will be about some very heavy personal stuff yeah and you don't get asked are you free to talk because no or have you got support yeah or where are you at the moment yeah can yeah. I speak to you another time yeah. and that's no reflection on that person because no. you are a case number you're a patient yeah. whatever and they're just thinking oh I've got to do this that task I've got, so, I've got a job to do yeah yeah but I can tell you a number of times I've that's happened they tell me this news they put the phone down and you're literally just left in this world as if to say like hold on what did I need in my shopping but inside mm. the emotional turmoil yeah. has just floored you well bomb's gone off in your brain and in your body hasn't it like yes. you know I don't know about you but I when we got the no further action it was just like what no that can't be right and then you start wanting to ask questions and then it was like, well, no, we can't speak to you about that. Um, you need to go down the appeals procedure and you're like, you've got a thousand and one questions. You've got a tsunami of emotions and you've got nowhere to put it. No yes. one to speak to, no one to question. And it's just like, as you said, you've got normal world activities going on in front of you, but inside you're like, as I said, that bomb's gone off. And you're yeah. like, what do you do? Yeah. So you've heard them. You've heard what they've got to say. But it's how it's being received. Yeah. And that information, yeah. how it is to you. Personally, I would rather have a message to say, we need to speak to you yeah. when's an appropriate time or an yeah. email. Yeah. Yeah. And also, please make sure that you do have support around you whatever that looks like whatever yeah. that looks like yeah yeah but the, then that in itself um they they are between a rock and a hard place a little bit because you've got that scenario going on but then if you read that text or that message you, you received it you're then going to be really anxious and fired up about oh what's wrong <laughs> you know so you are going to get a bit of an emotional reaction um either way Absolutely. And, and we're not saying that, you know, we don't live in a Disney world. So by explaining this and sharing this, yeah. when other people are hearing it, they're like, I'm normal. I really am normal. I'm not the only one. Yeah. And that's, no. that is a horrible feeling when you think you're the only one. It's very isolating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're talking about like um, being in the criminal justice system and receiving news and often the person on the other end that's giving you that news that is really explosive for you they unless they're trauma-informed and a lot of them are not trauma-informed they don't understand that your anger at them they might take personally but at the end of the day it's not personal it's your reaction is because of the information that's been given to you and you wanted a different outcome and you didn't get that outcome. And yet they're receiving your anger 
or whatever emotion you are showing um and they need to understand like we need to understand if it's something to do with our children for example and mm. they are trying to express how they're feeling that it ain't personal and my therapist said you know when people get angry in the session she's got to take a step back and go they're not angry at you they're angry at the situation um, so we've we've all got to learn to do that to a certain extent haven't we absolutely and, and listening is such a key part and it's yeah. not easy no. it's not easy it is a learning because the listening as well is about so another thing is we all have different meanings so you could say something and if I was really listening I'd want to then feedback and say is this how I've understood it right yeah because that's what we do when we're professional when we're in a professional scenario yeah, yeah. Isn't it really funny, though, Bev, that we know this as a professional person, but as soon as the emotion comes in, well, it's not funny. It's scientifically, it's scientific. When the emotion comes in, you're triggered, your alarm system goes offline, you're not in cognition. So you can't think about it and be reasonable and go da 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 Because you're like just... Because your body is reacting as we've spoken. It goes into reaction. Yep. So, and, and we can't change that. What we can change is when our body does that and we feel it and we recognize it, we yeah. take a minute to calm our body down. Yeah. And then we're able to say, okay, this is the brain's what... gone back into cognition mode because we've yes. calmed it all down. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we, ha- and that's where we have the tools to learn how to do that. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. you know, so some, what are some of your tools for doing that? Um, as I found out this week, I had to literally bite my tongue, shut my mouth, count to 10 in my head, breathe and walk away. Yeah. So that's mine. Mine's breathing and walking, even going outside. Yeah. So that's why I had to literally separate myself from a said person. Yeah. And that's one of my key things as well, because what I need to do then is walk away. It's nothing against that person. It's my way to to also not feel closed in, that I have a choice. But it's breaking that cycle, isn't it, of um, being in a, what's the word, Um, a situation that's toxic. And all you're going to do, if that person's offline and in um, emotional mode, they'll just be firing away and then that triggers you and you're going to be offline. You're going to be firing away. So that ain't going to get anyone anywhere. So someone has to break it. Someone has to, to change that dynamic. So walking away, counting to 10, breathing, and then coming back or leaving it for a little while and then coming back to have the conversation is the only way. Yeah. And for me, there are times when I've tried to deal things at that time in as calm a manner as possible. But often I then I given a choice. I like to be able to walk away, reflect. I'm a reflective person and really look at both sides and then think, hold on a minute and listen to my instinct and not not react but listen to my instincts and think, okay, what is it that I'm feeling? What is it that I want to be, you know, yeah. want to say? And how is it I want to be heard? 
because one thing we we also don't know is we can never assume how the other person's going to hear us no so you almost need to check into that person and say um did how 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 have you understood what i've just told you because classic example of that when i was 15 and about to leave home because i couldn't take it anymore i explained my situation to an adult who i thought could step in and help and i shared some of the stuff not all of the stuff and i thought that they were going to respond in a certain way and they didn't their advice was go home say sorry and everything will be okay and i'm like i just spent 90 minutes explaining to you a lot of stuff and that's your response so that shut me down and silenced me and i never went back to that person even that person was in my life for a very very long time still is um and it was only when i had therapy when my had my first lot of therapy that i it was explained to me exactly what you've just said that that person thought they were doing the right thing they thought they were giving me the right advice they thought that because of my age and they didn't know about abuse coercive control they didn't know about impact and it was only when i went back later on and i sort of like said because you didn't respond the way i thought you was going to respond i then held a grudge against you for decades i just did because i didn't get the help that i needed and you didn't understand me but then it was explained to me that they didn't have the tools to understand yeah. um or help um so when i sort of like said um i'm sorry for the blame that i laid at your door um and the grudge that I've held, they then turned around and said, I'm really sorry because I didn't understand what you was actually telling me and the, the grave consequences of not responding in the right way. If I had understood the situation as it was, I would have stepped in and I would have helped. Yeah. So look at that's a classic example. Exactly. Exactly. And how and I will say it's very touching and I'm really, really pleased to hear that both of you were able to find move a way on. and move on from it. You know, yeah. listen to each other. You listen, yeah. listen to each other, heard each other and yeah. moved on. And that is the outcome that we really want every time. We can't guarantee that. No. So sometimes it takes time and time yeah. can really make a difference to really work yeah. through that emotion. But it was because I was ready to have a frank, open conversation without emotion. And so was this other person. So I was able to connect on a level to sort it out. But yeah. I've never been able to have that kind of conversation with my mum, with my dad. Duh, 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 duh. So yeah. again, as you said, you might not be able to sort it out. But if you can, there can be healing on both sides. Cool if you can it's wonderful it but really no, is it's not always possible and it's not so it's yeah. about being and we're going to come full circle here yeah. it's about saying what you have to say in the best way feeling having the courage 
to be vulnerable and it is courageous because mm-hmm. you don't know how it's been received yeah but knowing that you can stand in and I'm going to use a word that I never used to understand years ago I'm going to say stand in your own power of being who you are right. and when I mean power I don't mean that in a controlling sense it's yeah it's saying this is who I am this is actually how I feel yeah and regardless of how you react to me this is my truth yeah and it means sadly that some people will step away well actually part of our healing is making sure that we move forward Mm -hmm. with the people that will support us and be there to help us heal and it means sometimes that you do lose certain people yeah yeah I understand that but I also just wanted to bring it back a little bit as well understanding that you might get triggered and then be angry at the person that's angry at you if you don't step away and if you do explode you might say things you will regret you might make the situation worse you might make that younger person feel really really inadequate invalidated so I think as the adult, even though we might be hurting and we might not be as far on in our journey, we do need to recognise that we do need to lead the conversation, the the incident, whatever's happening, and we do need to be the bigger person. Because I know in certain situations that an adult might just go, no. No, I'm right. You're in the wrong. Do, 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 do. Yeah. And then that younger person just gets silenced. Whereas yeah. the adult needs to be the one that actually goes, yeah, you know what? I might be in the right, but let's look at the situation, as you said, from both perspectives. And actually, let me recognize that that younger person hasn't got maybe the maturity I've got, doesn't have the understanding or the knowledge at the moment. And that I should not be using that against them. I should be actually stepping away and going, okay, I hear you. Deal with your own stuff and then go back. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not easy. And I'd like to say as well, I mean, family dynamics is huge. You know, and I have this with a sibling. And again, I'm not going to say any names. Yeah. And the the challenge was with both of us you had two siblings who had been really close but we both had a lot of stuff to sort out and we kept clashing and and there was feelings especially where we were in the social care system and I asked to to be fostered out I didn't realize the impact that would have on my sibling who felt abandoned by me oh wow yeah well, I, was, oh, I wow. hadn't even considered that. No. But why would you? Why I was 15. I, I wanted to be part of a normal family. Yeah. And yeah. I felt that that person didn't care if I was there or not at that oh, time wow. either. But I was struggling with myself to yeah. get forward. And so you can see how two people see it very differently. And, and, that, caused, and that caused major issues and we didn't talk for a long time then we came back together and it's still very rocky whereas now we've come back but we've come back from that other place yeah that other place where we both had time to work on ourselves we're both in our recovery whatever stage and 
we, you know, we're able to say, you know, I love you, I care about you, you know. Sometimes yeah. I'm sorry, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. that wasn't my intention. And that yeah. other person's able to think, well, actually, I I can see that you didn't leave me. Do you yeah. see what I mean? Yeah. And, of, and often when we're really angry, it's that frustration. Yes. It's, I'm not being heard. Yeah. We're, we're reacting. So we've yeah. had another intense 30 minutes I really hope that whoever's listening yeah we have some of that mayhem might resonate with you (laughs) (laughs) and that's what we like we don't go from a structured um no agenda we agree what we're going to talk about we talk about it a a little bit before we start filming and then we let it flow because yeah that's the way to have these challenging conversations and something always pops up doesn't it something like things you've forgotten about and it always just pops up yes yes so again if anyone wants to leave a comment please leave a comment we've started to get people to leave in comments um if not contact us by email you're watching this on youtube and if you go into the box underneath the video it will give you our email addresses so please do contact us you know we know how it you know it it is mind-boggling at times and it's important to get that that space so for me I know that I'm going to go for a walk in a minute because I want to clear my head what about you Chris I'm going to stick the tv on and watch some trashy tv just to take my mind off of everything yeah yeah and I don't blame you I'm watching watching the reruns of all creatures great and small oh wow I'm watching Netflix a series called Mar, I say Marcella, but I think she's called Marcella. It's brilliant. Okay, okay. I'll I'll have a look at that. I'll add that afterwards. <laughs> yeah, all right then. Okay, everyone, we have to say goodbye now. Um, Bev, your biggest take from today for you? My biggest take is actually being able to talk about this and realise I am a human being. I cannot be perfect, and I absolutely do everything with my best intention and I can see how sometimes my best intentions can be seen wrongly by other people as well yeah and and again yeah just having the space to discuss discuss this and and learn from stuff yeah yeah I think information learning is the only way to grow and and be the best that we can be and allow each other to have that space to grow. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's absolutely. Huge. And what about yourself? What's your key thing? I just said it. I oh, I know. Sorry, it. it's because I didn't introduce it to you, so I didn't oh, want you to okay. feel that. That's fine. No, but that is my biggest take: yeah. is just to, if a relationship that's broken down, maybe, if it means a lot to you, go back and try and find common ground again. But if it doesn't mean anything to you and you've tried to fix it and it hasn't worked, walk away. Don't waste any more time on it. Absolutely. And sometimes in that walking away, it gives that breathing space for each. And sometimes you may stay apart, but actually sometimes you'll find your way back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good luck with all of your complicated relationships out there. And please feel free to share this video and all of the others remember this is podcast 21 okay thank you very much chris right bye Bye.